Rusty Quill presents. Previously on Planet Arcana. Departing Steel Jaws Camp, the three fools return to Lonestead, where they aim to settle their accounts by collecting Reap's ransom from his father, Old Krusty Jangler. To disguise his complicity, the crew set about roughing up young Celestine. And thus it is that we find our Mr. Wanderoff slapped in the face, shoved in the mud, and thoroughly saturated with piss. Whose piss, you ask? Oh, my dearest darlings, I wish I knew. After a pit stop at Ma and Pa's to whip up a ransom note, the fools hike across town to the Jangler Farm. With his companions in the bushes nearby, Celestine faces Reap's father alone. Old Krusty has no trouble acquiescing to the demands in the note, though he does so with the casual cadence of one who has become troublingly accustomed to paying his son's ransom. Bag of money in hand, the crew returns to Ma and Pa's where our piss-soaked cowboy receives a highly anticipated hosen. After a night of rest and a day of chores, Celestine and Crater have a private moment while Simon gives Ma an enthusiastic pedicure. Celestine apologizes for not being of greater support to Crater in the wake of Riot's death. Crater notes that he hasn't entirely recovered, but is okay with not being okay. And for now, that will have to be enough. Turning his mind to lighter matters, Crater suggests that Reap's feelings for Celestine may go beyond mere rivalry. A flabbergasted Celestine confesses that such things are far from his mind, though he does daydream of a life after that adventure, and proposes the crew retire to a quiet life of belt-buckle manufacturing. And, with a handshake, it is agreed. Crater also finds a moment to check in with Simon, who notes how being a human has caused him to question the experience and understanding gained during his long life as a fae. He finds the newness and uncertainty of this life can be... a little scary. Welcome to being a human, Simon the Spider. But there is no time for existential crises or future plans. Nor is there time to ruminate on the increasing intensity of the tremors beneath the good on wilds. Right now, the crew have a race to win. And to that end, they travel back to FB's shop to collect their repaired and race-ready hawk. Before they can leave FB's shop with their vehicle, Reap Jangler himself appears and declares the race will take place tomorrow. But... Rather than a head-to-head competition, it will be a raptor rally cross, meaning all three fools must meet Reap and the boys at the starting line at dawn. I can hear you. I am listening. Hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. 
Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these burdened, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we have been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little audacity. All it takes is a key. Dawn rises on the day of the race, and you make your way towards the preset destination where you will all meet, just outside of Lonestead, where FB has set up two posts with a white piece of light fabric running between them. A few rocks on the ground have been spray-painted a black-and-white checkerboard pattern long ago. This is the typical starting line for Raptor Rallycross-style racing. A race as anticipated as this deserves the right mechanics. And so we will be using Will Yope's torque for this portion of the session. <laughs> Torque is a rally raid car PG by game designer Will Yobst and Good Luck Press. They make some of my favorite RPGs and we'll have links to this game and their website in the show notes. Torque is a unique game with two phases. One, the road, where you make unique drivers with special stunt abilities and encounter whatever enemies and obstacles the road has in store for you. And two, the rest stop, which is more character roleplay driven. We're borrowing and slightly modifying just the mechanics for the road for our race, but you should get and play the game to experience both. I'm talking to you, the listeners. Yeah, buy it. Yeah, Eat buy it. Bombs. Let's go. It. <laughs> In a regular game of Torque, all cars drive on a 3 by 3 grid with the freedom to move to whatever tile they like and collide with whoever's there. In our version, we're setting the players up with three separate and sequential 3 by 3 grids, each with their own enemies, obstacles, and flavor. When players take a move action, they can move anywhere in their row or the row directly ahead of them to simulate a race and prevent anyone from just skipping right to the row before the rally. Between each grid is a checkpoint, which will act as rally. In rally, you can only heal, no other moves. All members of your team must reach the checkpoint before any of you can move on to the next grid. The final rally is the finish line, and we're determining the race winner by whoever crosses first between Celestine and Reap. Other teammates can land there early, but ultimately... Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. This is a long-anticipated competition between Celestine and Reap, so that's who our focus is on at the final rally. Some quick rules for re for your reference and for the listeners. <laughs> small cars have a smaller 0 to 60, which is almost like initiative. They'll go first in the round. Drivers can move, perform one of their stunts, or attack on their turn. If you run out of health, you can't use a move action until you heal up unless you want to move all the way back to the previous rally. 
When you move into a tile with one or more drivers or enemies, you choose whether to collide with all of them or none of them. All stunts, moves, effects, any action the drivers can take only affect the grid they're in, no other grids. All drivers can negate one obstacle per grid, flavored however you like. Finally, Reap, Triple T, and Dump Truck are drivers, not enemies, so that we don't wipe them from the board if they get totaled. So same rules as the players. To summarize, all you, the listeners, really need to know is that all six drivers, Simon, Crater, Triple T, Dump Truck, Celestine, and Reap, are moving through three separate 3 by 3 grids, trying to get to the end of the last grid. And we're going to pelt them with enemies and obstacles <laughs> along the way. Fucking bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll go first with uh, Dump Truck, nice. who uh, rolls up to the starting line with her experimental ride. So the vanity plate says SIG Life. C I G L Y F. On the dashboard, she has brass knuckles that say Concrete. <laughs> On the back, she has a jackhammer mounted up to her ride. Underneath the hood, rings upon rings. No elaboration. <laughs> the chassis is shaped like a wedge, and the steering wheel is shiny in steel and mounted on top of the car. And finally, her ride is painted in the tone of a CRT screen. So like an old television uh, display. Mm. It's a, it's, I'm really not good at cars. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the first thing about cars. <laughs> a 1980s Toyota something. A Sonata. Sonata. And it's super outfitted. And she's sitting on the top of the car smoking a cigarette. And she rolls up to the finish line. And she goes, hey, AFB. Hey. What kind of vehicle is it? It's an experimental ride, which means that Dump Truck is packing not very many hit points, but <laughs> will be acting very early in the initiative. Fast but weak. Okay. Yep. Cool. It's kind of funny okay. to me that Dump Truck has the fastest car. <laughs> What's so funny about it? Nothing. Yeah. It's so fair. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I rolled a 10, so my vehicle is hulking. And there was a description in the in the book that we liked where the hulking is described as the road beast is hungry, which I think is pretty pretty apt to <laughs> apt to my vehicle. So my vehicle is going to be a giant school bus. Uh, with, there's a vanny license plate on the front that just says mean decals. Uh, I rolled heavy metal, so I'm picturing it's like a black school bus, and there's like a fallen angel, and then there's like a naked woman painted along the entire side of it, and there's like all these little goblins like sucking on her and stuff like that <laughs> super super hardcore metal i love that shit and then on the dash i have a giant super soaker <laughs> out the back i got a series of ropes and pulleys on my hood i got a i got i rolled a magnet which i'm picturing it's one of those like you know like in the dump there's like that giant industrial magnet that like yeah. picks up cars yeah i'm picturing one of them is like on a claw arm out front of this bus <laughs> and the, the chassis is quaking so i'm assuming that like because of this giant magnet it's super unbalanced so when it's when it's trying to drive it's just shaking all the hell which is not great because my steering wheel is also on top of this bus uh, <laughs> encased in a piece of glass in a glass case that says breaking case of driving <laughs> dump truck nods at you and is like ah top driver huh yep nice triple t rolls up beside you his vanity license plate says tt clearly the third one fell off <laughs> 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 I only rolled two for the amount of characters I could have. I rolled a four for the horsepower, so Triple T is riding a turbo car, which makes 
an insane fucking sense because his name is Turbo Tractor Trailer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) On the dash, he has a collection of worn out paperbacks, all romance. In the back, he has a number of film reels, all dumbass. Um, film <laughs> under like, the hood. Sorry, dumbass is on film. Yeah, <laughs> it's done on eight millimeter. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> um, under the hood, there are daisy chained batteries. The chassis looks like a beater. Makes sense. The paint job is that of one of those old styrofoam paper cups with the blue and purple sort of squiggly lines. (laughs) And finally, the steering wheel can be described of a mess of wires, and I get my hands in there, and it's underneath. So I'm thinking that this ride is pretty tall, and he is, like, strapped underneath the car, (laughs) dealing with the wires. Um, Similar to to dump truck, he rolled pretty low for his horsepower. It's only four, but that does mean he also goes pretty fast. Hell yeah. And he rolls up. He's like, um, where's Reed? He's making his grand entrance, Triple T. We talked about this earlier. Come on. Oh, right. Sorry. Good luck, everybody. Triple T, don't wish everyone good luck. I mean, fuck you, Celestine. <laughs> good luck, Triple T. T. I'm oh. not going to tell Reed about this. We've got to work on this shit. Okay. <laughs> Here, take a cigarette. It'll make you look cool for a second. Thank you. <laughs> don't smoke it. Those are bad for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Only I can do that. <laughs> Damn. A rumbling occurs. Not those of the rumblings you've heard up until this point, but a new one. Something is coming. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Simon has an industrial scale car and the quote here is car like a bunker. But I want to preface this by saying I did look up, uh, there's an article I was reading uh, that was called Why You Shouldn't Make Your Underground Shelter Out of a Ford F-350. Just just FYI, there's like YouTuber Whistlin' Diesel has, has done it. He, he didn't just Whistling do like an, how, yeah, shout out to Whistling Diesel for making an underground hideout that he, uh, he also had it as a bomb proof bunker. Although he reckons there'd only be room for a couple of Mountain Dews and some Cheetos during the apocalypse is an actual quote. Um, uh, Simon's car here. What's on the dash? We got a human skull with GPS. I found it. Uh, what's in the back? We got a cast iron pan and heat plate in case he gets hungry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's under the hood? A wheel of eyes. Because uh, what's uh, the look of the chassis? Uh, Overcompensating because he has no reference. Uh, What's the paint job? It's like an ice cream. Yum. Uh, What's up with the steering wheel? Non-skull bones. Non-human, I think. Uh, And the steering wheel? Where's the steering wheel? Steering wheel. Hypothetical. And you can guess. Okay. And you'd be Jeez. wrong. No, yeah, you'd be wrong. Uh, the vanity oh license plate references the nature of the thing, a, a word that Simon only really learned up until now, but now it's his favorite word of the day, possibly the week. The vanity plate reads badonk. Are you like are you driving like in like an ice cream truck? Is that is that your decal? I, like, if an ice cream, like a big f- fucking rig, but like painted ice cream with sprinkles, sprinkles, sprinkles. Love it. Love yeah, it. yeah. It's and really he good. and he says, 
uh, actually it's written on the side. It's written on the side of the door, a little decal saying, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Life <laughs> 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 is a highway. <laughs> I'm going ride it. Oh, no. Can it be spelled in sprinkles? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> so, Reap's car comes jangling from the distance. <laughs> <laughs> and thematically appropriately, I have rolled for Reap a stubborn car. <laughs> so, somewhere in the middle, it's got 8 HP. The vanity reads... Dumbass. D U M A Z. <laughs> On the dash, he's got some pad, paper, and dice. <laughs> In the back, he's got a beach chairs, blanket, and an umbrella. Under the hood, ball lightning. Huh? The chassis, double wide. And the steering wheel is in the back seat, and it is actually a light projector that reads hand movements, so it kind of looks like he's doing like a laser DJ set. Paint job, leather. Oh. <laughs> it's got like a leather finish on the outside. His car yeah. is suede. It, <laughs> it must yeah. be so hot in there. Holy right. shit. We're in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> And Reap sticks his head out of the side of the car and goes, like, hammers his hand down on the side of it twice and is like, All right, boys, today's the day this rivalry comes to its head. Wait, where's Wanderoff? Shit, Wanderoff was supposed to hear that shit. (laughs) All right, I guess then Celestine rolls up last in in the hawk that FB uh, restored and souped up. <laughs> it's got a goopy paint job, which is perhaps appropriate because I did ask for some last minute paint uh, job <laughs> changes. So no longer uh, has Celestine's signature star on on the hood, uh, but instead three different symbols that uh, represent the fool. One for each of the three fools. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's got a flashy chassis. Under the hood, there is a bell jar full of fog (laughs) for whatever reason. Okay. I'll come handy. Yep. Yep. Could be handy. Inside on the dash, it looks like FB has just left an incomplete deck of cards. Not really sure why, (laughs) but thanks FB. (laughs) The steering wheel actually is detached. It doesn't hook into anything and it requires a special set of gloves to use. So I imagine it's like FB's arranged something with like magnets and shit so that I can kind of have the steering wheel in whatever position I need to be in. There's just no world in which this wheel leaves my hands, no matter how much I'm getting rocked around out there. <laughs> magnets and shit. Yeah, exactly. Fucking um, magnets and shit. Magnets and shit, you know. I don't know how they work, so, you know, it's fine. We can make up whatever we want. Nobody knows. The Oh, I should say the car itself that I rolled is um, slightly sturdier than Reap's car, but not as beefy as my, as my teammates. It's the Ford car subtitled this vehicle can take it and dish it back so that's fun definitely looking forward to getting in the mix with my big beefy hawk verse so the <laughs> the the vanity plate the thing of it is is that Celestine with nine characters told FB to just to just put wander off on the back but instead if you look at the plate on the back it does say Ma's little guy <laughs> How is that spelled? M A S L I L G U Y. Mazel guy. And in the back seat, there is a 
magic mirror. Okay. So as Celestine drives up, he turns around and looks at his reflection in the mirror, says, mirror, mirror in my back seat. Who's the boy that Reap cannot beat? <laughs> Damn it, Wander, if that's not fair, you weren't here for my opening line, then you think you can just roll in with that cool opening line? Well, well listen here. Hammers on the side of the car again. All right, boys, today's the day that this rock. What did I say? What? It was so cool. What the fuck? The uh, triple T. The moments passed, guys. Celestine just revs his engine too loud to hear Reap. <laughs> yeah, well, your license plate's embarrassing. Hey, you shut up. Don't don't you talk you about mom like that. You shut up, Wanderer. Oh, I'm going to race the shit out of you today. We're going to settle this, Reap. <laughs> we are going to settle this today. And after this, I don't want to hear anything about racing from you one way or the other. Spits on the ground. Celestine spits back. Spits again. And again. <laughs> It's a spinoff. I can do this all day, Rape. <laughs> all right, boys. Our drivers have arrived, and FB makes their appearance rolling up in a humble dragonfly that uh, the three of you are very familiar with. She emerges, stands in a boulder next to the cars, which have all driven up in line. White and black checkerboard flag in one prehensile lock of hair and a pistol in another <laughs> gives you a thumbs up with both of her hands and starts the countdown. Three. Two, one, start driving, boys. The race is on. I'm going to have somebody roll 1d6 for me. I got it. I rolled a two. So the first leg of your journey takes you across Vulture Valley, and you gaze upon it, the first leg of your race. It is a mostly flat expanse with very few natural obstacles blocking your path. The ground beneath you is cracked and gray. Cacti and dead trees are scattered here and there. Eyes up for vultures, eyes down for potholes. As the gun cracks at the beginning of the race, it begins to rain, and it is coming down hard. So we are going to add bad visibility in every tile in the middle row. Hmm. Okay. That essentially just means that you're cloaked while you're in that cloaked, eh? Target cannot be targeted by others not inside the tile until the end of their next turn. Exactly. Okay. If you fuck with someone, you've got to be in that tile with them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can I ask a rules clarification question? Please. Yep. Did I read right, and are we using this rule, that if you don't take one of your two actions to move, then at the end of the round, you're actually going to move one space backward? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Behooves to moves. <laughs> it behooves to moves you. <laughs> it behooves to moves. One last real question just for me, because so... There's checkpoint at each at the end of each one of these grids, and we cannot pass until all three of us get to that checkpoint. Correct. And that goes the same for Reap's team as well. All three of them need to be at the checkpoint for them to move on. Accurate. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Clock and rain. Precisely. Okay, and with that very ominous beginning of the race, the crack of the gun, and then the immediate beginning of a downpour, the first car to move is dump trucks. She revs up. And she moves into to the territory of the vultures. She's going to move <laughs> just one space so she's not obscured. She lets a big boom of exhaust go. And this is going to obscure visibility just a little bit. And I'm flavoring this as my ability, which is ignore the next crash. So whatever crash occurs to dump truck within this turn, she's ignoring the first one. And that is her turn. Ooh. Up next, Triple T. Triple T doesn't have a lot of moves that are totally useful until everybody's on the board. So he's just gonna he's gonna do a very swingy move where he like drives down to dump truck and maybe like holds out his hand for a high five from underneath 
his car. <laughs> and then he's going to move even further forward into the storm and becomes obscured by the clouds. And that'll be his entire turn. So he just moved twice and that's it. Triple T vanishes into the bad weather. It obscures him from your view. And just seconds after this happened, something else occurs. And I'm going to have somebody roll a d10 and re-roll if you hit a 10. I'll do it. Oh, that was a 10. Five. <laughs> From the skies, you hear a piercing... <sighs> down descends a very angry vulture. Its talons splayed wide, and it looks like it's heading directly for Triple T's last known location, and it too disappears <laughs> into the bad visibility. <laughs> And as this happens, the vulture and Triple T collide, and Triple T gets totaled. You did have a little bit of a wiener car. The, 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 the vulture. Um, okay, so I, let me just flavor this because Triple T like zooms off into the distance, like just driving by dump truck, and you all see him, but he just goes so fast. And then just immediately as he goes into the storm, and you're like, oh, we can't see him. A vulture just comes out of nowhere and dives into the storm, <laughs> and you just hear this crash and this like screech. <laughs> and then you hear, um, um, dump truck, reap. I'll need some help. Christ's sake. <laughs> well, I'll take care of it, Triple T. Okay, thanks, dump truck. God damn it, Triple T. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, wraps up the vulture's turn, which brings us to the jangler himself. So Reap, his stubborn car, kicks up. He's positioning himself right beside dump truck and right behind Triple T. God damn it, Triple T, don't make me do this more than once. And he's going to use his ability push target in adjacent tile. And so Triple T's going to get pushed one. Can I uh, uh, be a, a rules jerk for a second? Can he actually target Triple T from an adjacent tile while there's the there's the haze? <gasps> Great son call. Of a bitch, Wanderoff. <laughs> Great oh, call. Wanderoff, you son of a I bitch. I knew you'd try to cheat, right? <laughs> it's not cheating. I didn't do it because it's not physically possible, and I knew that. Okay, so Reap 2 is going to disappear into the bad visibility, but is going to go to the left of the vulture, where he knows the vulture and Triple T to have disappeared into and so Reap now disappears into the bad visibility. And that is his turn, which brings us to Wanderoff. All right. Okay. God, this game is so fun and cool, and there's so many fun options uh, of what to do that this is tough. But, okay, so Celestine, I think, is just going to focus on beating Reap. This is the, this is the goal. So I am going to take one move action to move forward so now i'm like behind where reap currently is but i'm actually going to instead of going forward and going into uh into reap space i'm gonna cut around and go to the side of uh where triple t is i'm gonna cut around where reap and triple t disappeared into the into the 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 fog and uh, and so that I'm actually in front of dump truck. Celestine's turn <laughs> involves a lot of swerving and avoiding the last known location of Reap and Triple T until he too vanishes to the right of them into the inclement weather just ahead of dump truck, which brings us to Crater. 
So I saw the line that Reap took into this like storm cloud. I think I'm just gonna pop into gear and I'm just gonna do two move actions and I'm just running after Reap. I'm just gonna try to ram right into him. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I moved two tiles. Uh, so I'm occupying the same tile as Reap now. So I think we collide just automatically. Yep. <laughs> Boy, do you. Yeah, I am closing my eyes and just <laughs> pedal to the metal into the storm cloud. And I'm hoping I just like do a giant fender bender to the back of Reap's vehicle. Oh my God. The school bus kicks into high gear and goes streamlining directly into where Reap went and you hear a crunch. <laughs> Crater, what is your the health of your first crash bracket? My only bracket is nine. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Right. So the health in Reap's first is three. So you're going to take three damage to that. And you have successfully just knocked off Reap's first line of defense. Whoa. It is a nasty crunch. And Reap's just like, ah, oh, my backside. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I drove over Reap's vehicle. Just like I, oh, I my entire vehicle from Hearn to, Hearn to tip. Stern to, Hearn. Stern to head, whatever. <laughs> Oh man, this is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just his first crash. He has more crashes he can take. Yeah, he yeah. has more crashes, okay. but that was uh, mm. just a little peek behind the hood. The biggest one that he had in him. So. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's that's half of his total horsepower. Oh, uh, Reap isn't sweating. Reap feels good. <laughs> and that brings us to Simon the Spider, the last car left at the at the starting line. Okay, so let me get this straight. Can I move two places or like move and do an action? Is that kind of the vibe? That's the vibe. That's the vibe. And, but you, 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 can't, you can't move once and then do an action into one of the obscure ones because you can't see anybody. Right. But dump truck is visible. Dump truck is still yeah. behind the obscured fog. Yeah, so if you want to fuck gonna... somebody up. Yeah, but I'm protected from my first crash. <laughs> True. Oh, that is interesting. I shouldn't even remind you, but <laughs> I will. Right. Good. Okay, so first of all, Simon is, uh, this is a new thing for him. He's like newly uh, invigorated this need for speed, <laughs> uh, but the, he's a little nervous. He's a little nervous. It's the first time like real driving uh, in this fucking leviathan of a, of a dump truck <laughs> badonk. And he says a little uh, prayer to the car racing gods <laughs> dear heavenly uh chariot spirit yeah good spirit. call yeah uh thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh <laughs> injection four core intercoolers uh, and ball bearing turbos and uh titanium valve springs thank you and he turns on the gas and like slowly lurches into acceleration and goes into that first square there kind of pulling up right behind where he saw reap and crater go uh and he's gonna oh wait maybe this doesn't work fuck does it okay i guess i can't well so the the action i wanted to take was lure any target Ooh, uh, oh because it's is does that count you can't see him okay well that ruins my whole move <laughs> i'm just gonna sit there then actually lurches into acceleration Right up behind where Reap and Crater were in the second square. If you go into that one, it will incur a crash with both of them. But if Hell you go yeah. into Celestine's, then it won't. <laughs> so it depends on whether or not you want to incur a crash. Okay, I'll go into Celestine's. <laughs> the third one down there. Hey, Simon. Hi. <laughs> See, you found the accelerator. Yeah. I just have to say that when you said, Dear Heavenly, uh, that really sent me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Simon's absolute behemoth, absolute unit of a fucking vehicle kicks it into gear and with a mystifying prayer to the gods of racing, does he careen two spaces forward and join Celestine. Somebody roll me a freaking D6, please. Five. Unfortunately, the storm does not lessen. It becomes more intense. And what we've got on our hands now is some uh, violent meteorology. And I'm have someone roll me a D10 and re-roll if you hit a 10. I got a six. Okay, so in the space directly ahead of the vulture and triple T, a meteor comes crashing calamitously, sending dirt and rock up everywhere right in front of triple T, narrowly missing him. <laughs> a meteor described as weather is uh is is pretty that's we've got some extreme weather in the good and wilds <laughs> it's, it's called meteorology, called meteorology. yeah sense. true it's about meteors right <laughs> <laughs> so now we do have a permanent obstacle in that space just ahead of triple t and mechanically what does that mean for us if you drive into that space you can choose to use your once per round negation of an obstacle or you pay the price which is going to be some damage okay with that said dump truck is the one who moves next dump truck i think dump truck is like digging through the back of her car and she's like ah oh, she I, I don't think i can i don't think i can repair you but let me see what i can do and she drives forward and joins oh there's still a fucking vulture there yep the vulture took a bunch of damage from Triple T. Okay, we're going in here. We're inflicting a crash between me and the vulture. Triple T is not going to be affected because Triple T is already um You take fucked. one damage from the vulture and the vulture dies. <laughs> Great. <laughs> is that your one crash ignored? Oh, because you I had that. It is. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, okay. So ignore next crash. That comes into effect. Dump truck drives into this row and where normally a crash would have happened. Um, you just hear the sound of some like very nimble car work and the sound of a vulture screeching as it dies. And she ashes her cigarette on the vulture. Only Triple T sees this, but I want everyone to know. And then she's going to launch everyone in her current tile. <laughs> <laughs> so Dump Truck throws a rope over to Triple T and just yanks it with her car and then the force of Triple T's car pulls her as well, and they both end up bypassing the obstacle, but landing in the same row as it, now placing themselves in front of Crater and Reap. Oh. And that's Dump Truck's turn. And now we're on to Triple T. <laughs> Who is coasting still. <laughs> Who is coasting. Uh, Dump Truck, I still need to move. Can you push it? Yeah, 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 that's fine. All right, hold on. And she hops off the roof of hers and uh, gives you a great hefty push um, <laughs> before hopping <laughs> Literally back Literally pushes in. it. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh-huh. I am going to, you know what? There's so many things I can do, but Triple T is so weak and I don't want him to get left behind. So I'm just going to move Triple T up to rally so that Reap doesn't have to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> Really so good. so Triple T crosses the line to the first checkpoint and now has to wait for the rest of his team before he can do anything else. <laughs> Triple T reaches Rally first, and that's his turn. At this point, I'm going to have somebody roll me a D10 again and ignoring the 10, re-rolling the 10. That's an eight. Oof. Uh -oh. Boy, oh. howdy. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> sure ain't. That's where my friends are sitting. Oh, no. That is where your friends are sitting, and down comes a vulture Oof. from the sky. The vulture is going to do five damage to both of you, or 
up to your first crash, whichever comes first. Both Celestine and Simon are going to be affected by this vulture as they share the same space. And does the vulture take damage back? It will take the least amount of damage from either of you, whoever does less damage. All right. Well, my first bracket was three. Okay. How about yours, Simon? Two. So this vulture is down to half health. Mm. Vulture remains. We got Reap Jangler. I have this ability. (laughs) I'm going to push Dump Truck because I can push a target in an adjacent tile. And that's going to get her up to the rally point. And then Reap is going to move one row ahead of Crater. So Reap pulls ahead of Crater and pushes Dump Truck to rally, putting two, three members of his team at the rally point. And that's his turn. That's good. Celestine is going to get the fuck out of here, out of the fog, away from the vulture, continue to move forward toward the rally point for one action. Seeing dump truck and triple T already at the rally point, already at the checkpoint and reap about to get there. Celestine will um, slow reap. Oh, Hey reap lagging behind your boys. Ain't you? <gasps> Not for long. Wander. Oh shit. Wander off. Fuck. <laughs> now that's cheating. <laughs> So Reap is not able to take a move action until after his next turn. Wow. God oh, my God. Now, can, can Reap be, like, pushed or launched or anything like that? Um, not by us. <laughs> yeah, but not. Right. you guys are already in the rally section. So yeah, the rest his of his own. team is at Fuck. rally. So. God damn it. Why not? <laughs> Fuck. Turnabout's fair play, Reap. You won't play dirty. This was your idea. Your idea to do Raptor Rally idea. Cross. This was your idea. Your idea, Wander Up. All right. I know this race just started, but I think we're about to win here. Okay. <laughs> Seeing Reap charge out of this uh, storm ahead of me, I'm going to be pursuing him. So I'm going to go forward one square. And then just like as I emerge from the storm, I'll just see him like kind of parked right before the rally point and I have to kind of slam my brakes to make sure I stop in front of them. I am going to collide with them. That just happens naturally, Mm -hmm. right? That (laughs) takes away another one of Reap's crash brackets and you take one damage. One damage? Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And then as as we get into this little fender bender and we'll turn to him and be like, oh, you're, you're, you're kind of stuck here for a little bit, eh? That's what you think. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck here a little bit. No, nah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it sucks. With my uh, claw arm with a magnet on the end, I'm going to pop it on the top of his hood. I'm just going to launch him back <laughs> to the start of the, start of the grip. <laughs> so he's at the starting point again. You fucking yeah. crash cave! <laughs> Holy so shit. I'm, I'm going to put him on square one. Oh, he flies oh, through the storm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nasty. <laughs> right no. God damn it. That was really cool. His friends at the rally point can't see him anymore because the Correct. storm is That's in the way. Right. So. <laughs> oh, God. Oh god. Holy shit. Celestine watches Crater absolutely destroy (laughs) Reap and just yells, That's my best friend! You're my best friend! You too, Simon. We're all best friends. Simon, meanwhile, is uh, behind the wheel going, "Ah!" as this thing goes, and he moves all the way to the rally point. Not in the same column that he was, but instead right in the middle, adjacent to those two fools. And he looks over and he's like, ha! It's gotten to him. Oh. God damn it. God damn it. 
so sick. He does like a snake tongue. <laughs> 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 oh my lord so that does take us to obstacles so i'm gonna have somebody roll a d6 i'll do it five uh five you say i say well then roll me a d10 and re-roll 10 <laughs> just don't hit me five five you say well okay we have some more violent meteorology but it's more of a spectacle than anything else because it lands directly behind the first meteor that falls where nobody's in that square but there is another obstacle on the board, and the terrain becomes a little iffier. Indeed. And that brings us to Dump Truck, who's just going to light herself up another cigarette <laughs> and shake her head at Triple T. Can I have one of those? Yeah, just don't <laughs> smoke it. Okay. Just puts it in his mouth. <laughs> so while, we're, while people are in the rally point, the only thing they can do is spend an action to regain two points of horsepower. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So this is, yeah, hang out and heal for a bit. Hell yeah. Yeah, Dump Truck's looking good. So it's just the cigarette, and now we're on to Triple T's turn. Uh, same. Triple T is waiting at rally, and there's nothing he can do, so he's also just got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth, unlit. Dope. Wait, doesn't he need to heal? Uh, no, because you pushed it for my... That's right, that's right. Yeah, so I'm I'm full <laughs> up. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. you used that push <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no uh. fucking problem. <laughs> so that's Triple T's turn, and now I'm going to ask someone to roll a d10 and re-roll any 10s. Five. We got ourselves another vulture that goes up into the sky and probably seeing how much activity there was in this previously vulture visited tile goes down into it and finds nothing, unfortunately. <laughs> and now there are multi vultures. Well, one's a body. The vulture does get pelted by the meteors, though. <laughs> Wait, how, much, how much harm does the meteor do? Uh, two. <laughs> two? Cool. So the vulture gets pelted by the meteor and takes some damage, but it's oh. in there. Even though you can't see it, you know it's there. It's in the difficult weather. It's gotten pelted, and that's its turn. You know what? The, the idea of a vulture is a lot more scary than the actual vulture to be. Knowing that there might be one in a storm cloud is so scary. So true. The vultures you can't <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Invisible vultures. The suggestion of vultures weighs heavy on your minds as a reap's turn. <laughs> During which he cannot take a move action. During which he cannot take a move action, and he can't heal himself here either, can he? No. You can always move back to the previous rally, though. Which you're going to do anyway. Yeah. At the end of the round. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'll do that, and I'll I'll take back one of my crash brackets. And I think thematically this is reap, like, going back to the starting line, being like... FB. Uh, you okay, buddy? Yeah, I'll just need you to take a look at this right here just real quick, and then I'll be right back in there. Oh, man, Crater got you real bad with the magnet, huh? No, we didn't. God damn it. I sure did. <laughs> Celestine seeing Reap uh, safely a, a distant speck in his rearview mirror will just take an action to move into the rally point, and then I have one more action, right, so I can heal here? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. then I will do so. Noise. Okay. There's no point staying in grid one. I'm going to move to the rally point as well and join my... God damn oh, it. My other two teammates. Are all three of us at the checkpoint here? Does that mean we can move on to the next one? Sure And does. I turn back and Reap is nowhere in sight. <laughs> Look over at Dump Truck and Triple T and be like, I'm from waiting, losers. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. I, uh, I have one more move action. Can I move into grid two? You certainly can. You can yeah. also heal up if you'd like to. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Crater speeds past that first rally point, and with a couple of bomo to his teammates, he's entered the next leg of the race. I love it. Hello, 
it is me, B, dropping in to share some haunting news. I'm currently running a Kickstarter for my very first zine. Remember when you were a kid and everything that scared you felt like a ghost? Well, they were. Welcome to 100% Modern Ghosts, a humorous horror journaling zine that brings you back to those childhood days of playing scary games at slumber parties. My goal is to assist readers in mythologizing the mundane by identifying the ghosts that hide in day-to-day life and engaging with them in modern ways. Volumes 1 and 2 will be available simultaneously, and each 24-page volume will contain three ghosts, at least one solo play ghost, at least one ghost for two or more players, and journaling prompts for all three ghosts. The 100% Modern Ghosts campaign will be live until 11.59pm on February 29th, so check out my Kickstarter page in the show notes, and follow me at bmarsolier on Tumblr, that's B-M-A-R-S-O-L-L-I-E-R, or you can follow me on Instagram at marsolier, that's M-A-R dot S-O-L dot L-I-E-R. And now, a word from the Bureau of Occult Observation. We are the Bureau of Occult Observation, committed to the research of 100% modern ghosts. Together, we will revisit childhood fears, talk to shadows, create haunting artwork, travel through time to greet your own ghost, scary stuff. 100% Modern Ghosts is a humorous horror journaling zine that delivers the experience of playing scary games at a slumber party. Join the Bureau and assist in documentation of ghosts so modern they'll shock your grandparents. Monitor the metaphysical. Mythologize the mundane. Do we believe in modern ghosts? 100%. 100%. The first checkpoint has been reached. The first hill that marks a bigger, bumpy region. Ahead of you, most hills are extensions of the dry ground, but many are steep, red rocks that tower at 30 or 40 feet in height. Between the red rock are tall and thin hoodoos, sometimes barely noticeable behind the hills until you've collided. A good place to hide. A tough place to race. (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna take one action to heal some, and I'm gonna enter grid two with crater. Heal some. Sup, buddy? Hey, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody roll me a d6, please. I rolled a six. Boy, (laughs) these beautiful hoodoo heights. You take but a moment to look around you and appreciate your environment. You're feeling pretty confident. And then you hear a rumbling, an above-ground rumbling. Oh, my tummy. Certainly not a tremor. And I'm going to have you roll a d10 three times. And Ooh. as always, re-roll any tens. Why don't all three of you do one? Oh, oh yeah. that's a great Sick. idea. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. I rolled a four, which is oh, the no. tile that <laughs> Simon and I are on. Uh, I got a two. And I got a three. Okay. okay. Crater. The rumbling intensifies, <laughs> and three large, 
freaking tumbles of rock come towards you from the hoodoos. It is a rock slide in each of those three spaces that just got (laughs) called, including the one Simon and Crater are in, are beset by a landslide. (laughs) And we are going to be dealing out... This is so bad. uh, One crash damage. Oh. Okay, got it. Mm. Is this an opportunity where we can ignore the obstacle? Like, we can do that once per grid, you said, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You do both have the opportunity to ignore this if you so choose. Oh, I'm totally going to ignore that. I'm then. totally going to ignore it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crater and Simon deftly managed to dodge their way around these rocks, which is impressive since you're both driving absolute units. <laughs> yeah, those rocks come at me. I'm like, ew, no, get away. Too soon, Junior. <laughs> Too soon, Junior. <laughs> Our first... I, I want to say steps, but that's not, not what cars do. Our first steps are taken into the hoodoo heights. Steps on the gas, baby. Steps on the gas, baby. Bringing us to Dump Truck, who, god damn it, just can't do a single thing. And she lights up another cigarette, which brings us to Triple T. Triple T takes another cigarette and again does not light it. So he's got two <laughs> cigarettes hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> this is really interesting in terms of like, if you have somebody who's left behind, yeah. it actually makes m- the most sense if you're not on death's door to not hit the rally point yet so that you could potentially help your teammate. 100%. But they went too far for reap. <laughs> well, we got confident. Yeah. That's all it takes. Fuck you, Celestine. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Wanderoff. Fuck you guys, too. I'll see you over there. Fuck you. Fuck you. My car's faster than yours. Not from where I'm standing. That's Dump Truck. That's Triple T. Reap's allowed to move again now if he wants. How very interesting. He's got a way to go. <laughs> Somebody roll me a d10 and re-roll a 10. I'll do it. Four. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Shit. Wow. So, on the same spot as that rock slide just happened, where Crater and Simon deftly managed to dodge around every single rock somehow, completely missing any damage, you turn the next corner... And a man emerges from behind a hoodoo a man. with flashing <laughs> lights mounted atop an impossibly large cowboy hat. Oh. He's got blonde hair, intense eyes, and a giant mustache so big and fluffy, it n- clearly counterbalances the hat. Oh, <laughs> yes. He pulls two little pistols out of his holsters and points them towards you, Crater and Simon. Y'all better stop this racket or bottle on my grub. We'll take your dang racing cars. Turn right around and go directly to the sheriff's office. Well, I will give you a fine. No one races around these parts without bottle on the grub. Getting a dang whiff. Bottle on the grub. And, uh... <laughs> We're gonna instigate a collision here with Bylomagraw. Now, it, like, but like, could I? What if Simon found him quite alluring? Then you're gonna really enjoy this crash. Could, could, could I, like, flirt with him instead? Flirting's never off the table. <laughs> yeah, flirting's never off the table. It's okay. a flirt. It's a crash flirt. Okay, let's go. Two dim dam to each of y'all, and if you'll kindly tell me what dim dam y'all level upon this fresh new McGraw. That's two. Is it my total or is it my current? Because I've been chipping away it's at my your current. current. Yeah. My it's current. current. So it's three for me then. Okay. Two. Whoever does less damage. Okay. That knocked off one of Bylaw McGraw's crashes. And I think he's riding like a reinforced little uh, all-terrain scooter. <laughs> 
cool. Love that for him. Good for him. He's like, that's Diplo property. Oh, now you're really in trouble. We don't talk to cops, especially bylaw officers. <laughs> <laughs> Bylaw's the most noble office in the good on wild. Um, and that's Bylaw McGraw's turn. And uh, that brings us to Reap, who uh, is just going to move back up into that obscured weather area uh, about halfway between the starting line and the first rally. And he's like, I'm coming, you guys. Don't worry. Here I come. You got this, Reap. I got this, Triple T. Tell Celestine he stinks. Celestine, you fucking stink. I can't hear you. (laughs) Celestine has uh, seen a landslide and a McGraw befall his friends and will avoid all of that. Uh, so uh, one space forward to the right of of all of the clusterfuck that's happening and then I am going to uh, move another space uh, and cut across so that I'm actually in front of my friends and all of the fricas that's happening behind us. Y'all, if we stay close, then maybe I can, uh, I can help you. I can help you repair some of those dings on the next round. Aww. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell no! That was Byla. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I guess I can do this both ways, can't I? I think looking at the bylaw officer, and then looking to right beside me, and there's Simon there, and looking at the bylaw officer, and back at Simon. I'm again going to use my magnet, and I'm just going to fling Simon to the end of this grid. Whoa! I'm going to do him over top of this bylaw officer, so Simon lands right before the next rally point. Oh my god. Oh, this rally yeah. is so good. You don't have a permit for that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. I didn't know this thing could fly. <laughs> Magnets. Uh, and then I'm just going to move one square forward, zoom in past this new McGraw, and then um, pull him right up beside Celestine. Oh. Well, hey there, Crater. <laughs> We're killing this. They're <laughs> so far behind us already. We truly <laughs> are killing it. Hey, we do what we do best. We improvise, all right? <laughs> Just as soon as he appeared, Bylaw McGraw is left in the dust as Crater flings Simon the Spider forward and drives up to join Celestine in uh, the midpoint between the previous rally and the next. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go for the, the rally here. Why not? I guess I'm just yeah, gonna go not? into the rally and and heal myself some from that from that outlaw McGraw running. Fuck yeah. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I love it. I'm adopting the accent too. Like I, I, yeah. I need to talk a little bit of a twang. I've been doing that the last couple episodes and it's driving me insane. I mean, you've been in the good on wilds a while. It That's stands it. to reason. Yeah. Exactly. When in the good exactly. on wilds, it's rubbing off. It's rubbing off on y'all. It's like going on a vacation and coming back with a fake European accent. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I was in London this year for a week and when I came back, like I was, I You're had, like, pit, pit. I was speaking British for some reason. I don't know why speaking my mind speaking British. That. <laughs> speaking uh, British. You're speaking in British. Okay. And uh, yeah, I guess that's my turn. Dope. Which brings us to Dump Truck and Triple. It sucks so much that they got such early initiatives. <laughs> yeah, really. One more They're cigarette. On their fifth cigarette. <laughs> dump Truck's like, Dump Truck's like, okay, I, I think. I don't think I've ever said this before, but I'm tapping out on cigarettes. Why don't we crack open this joint Celestine left us back at camp? I brought a flask. Yeah, right. I think it's time. <laughs> Which I don't normally use while driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. Golly. Good save. Yes. <laughs> Disclaimer. Orange juice. We here at Planet Arcana do not condone the use of alcohol while driving. Yeah. Or weed, I guess. Yeah, right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so after Dump Truck and Triple T's turn, let's uh, roll a d6. Not me. Bad I rolled a three. Oh, 
Baby, boulders come pouring down. Roll me a D10 and ignore a re-roll any 10. Anything but a five, buddy. Anything but a five. Okay, whatever. Okay, I got this again. Okay, I rolled a seven. Okay. Steven, another boulder comes tumbling down from on top of the hoodoos and lands smack in the ground right to the right of Bylaw McGraw. This is great because, like, we're creating a huge obstacle for us. <laughs> we really are. So so bad. Bad. The other team has to go. It is so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> You have just filled up this entire grid almost with boulders. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh God. Bylaw revs up his little boot scoot and goes vrooming into the same tile as Crater and Celestine, thus instigating a crash with both of those boys. You ain't getting away so easy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, you do. He'll do three damage to you. <gasps> okay. But, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I, I only had one to do back in that first bracket there. Okay, how many did you have left, Crater? I had three left, so Uh-oh. I am out of health on ah. my vehicle. Mm-hmm. So what you can do here, Crater, is you can ask a friend to push it, in which they'll give you one of their actions, and then you heal okay. up Ooh. your active set. Okay. You don't go right away, but you're good for your next turn. You'll be able to move. Okay. You can take my move. Yes, Simon, can I have your move, please? Absolutely. Oh, oh thank man. you, buddy. I'm at full. Again? I mean, if that's your active, your active set, that's the way you built it, baby. Holy shit, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, amazing! Okay. <laughs> oh my god! We're okay, so that's back up to nine. Outstanding! Oh, come on. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Wow! For fuck's sake, indeed! Byla comes in and feels pretty good about having just like a seemingly totaled Crater's car, and then Simon has some encouraging words from up at the next rally point and Crater just beefs it and gets it going again. Simon inspired my car back at, back to working. <laughs> He's like, come on! And the engine starts again. <laughs> and that brings us to Reap, who is still obscured by weather back in grid one, but finally, blessedly, uses both movements to join Triple T and Dump Truck at the first rally line. Yay! <laughs> and he's like, Yay, they've made it. He's like, great job, Beautiful. guys. It's going great. <laughs> can I have a puff of that joint? Smoking. <laughs> we can still right. win, right? Not while driving Reap. Okay, I'll hold it in till the end of the race. <laughs> 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 the exhale doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. We're just running show right yeah, now. Yeah, it's this fucked is up. Really are. embarrassing. <laughs> this is great. Uh, all right, Crater. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna lend you some assistance, but it seems like Simon has already helped you as much as you can be helped. So I'm just gonna floor it, my friend. Hell yeah, brother. Okay, so I'm just gonna take two move actions and end up um, in the rally point uh, next to Simon at the second checkpoint. Beautiful, Woo! great, glorious. Well, Mister Bylaw Officer, <laughs> I'm sorry about your cousins. What? Yeah. Wait a second. What? What about my cousins? They were good men. Well, thank you kindly. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, Wait, gonna, don't I'm... come back here. You're under minor arrest. <laughs> <laughs> under arrest. I'm only a bylaw officer. <laughs> I'm afraid you don't even have the power to detain, let alone arrest. I need to give you a fine. Wait. <laughs> and I've zoomed ahead, and all three of us are at the next rally point. Wow. Wow. The other team is at the previous wow. rally point. The whole We've grid got in front of an them. entire grid separating you so motherfuckers, dope. and this brings us to Simon's it does bring us to science. I mean, we definitely have time to chill out and like regain some some HP if you're if you need to. I, but you know, like I've got full HP at this point. Holy Dope. fuck! Uh, do you two do as well? No, yeah, I am, well? but I, I don't. But I am. Okay. Y- you can't do anything to help me 
while we're while I'm here. I gotcha. Think. You had given me one of your moves. Is that your entire yeah. turn, or just one of your two? Just moves? one action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. okay. So I'm going to move up one. Nice. Okay. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to, you know, scout out grid number three. Ooh. Love it. You move ahead and you scout out grid number three, T-Rex Town. <laughs> the final checkpoint is cleared and you steer off the hills and into a sparse forest. The daylight above flashes on your dash between the branches and occasional green foliage of the acacia, acacia tree. The occasional foliage of the acacia trees. <laughs> the occasional foliage of the acacia trees. <laughs> Nailed it. Beautiful. Beautiful. All three of those in there. Am I losing my mind? That was a tough sentence, to be fair. <laughs> occasional and acacia should not have gone together there. Oh, my God. It's almost like we don't read this shit out loud before we do. <laughs> in any case, visibility is somewhat tougher in here. And you almost have to rely on feel. You know oh. the name of this area? One wrong turn, and you'll be head to head with a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No fucking oh, way. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just parks and waits for two yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> Shiver me bones. Bones. New terrain, and possibly new obstacles. Someone roll me a d6. I'll do it. You do it. You're the one there. Okay, I've got three. Three, huh? What? It's a pleasant first leg of the drive. But then the undergrowth, it becomes tense. Roll me a d10 twice, re-rolling any tens. Or two people can do it. You're the only one there, Simon. Why don't you roll both? Yeah, we we believe in you, Simon. I got nine and four. This is okay. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Avoided yourself, which is good. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. (laughs) In those positions, neither of which are on Simon, blessedly, the undergrowth is hard to navigate. So anybody entering these tiles will gain the slow condition Uh, and take one damage. That's rough. It's bad. It's not great. (laughs) <laughs> but nope. tell you what, what it's time for dump truck to go hey. 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 Okay. what oh. a fucking minefield for the boulders hey. dump truck it's so bad there's Come a by. minefield of boulders in McGraw that's <laughs> right oh my god here okay. dump truck come here shut up <laughs> come here buddy you can do it alright here I go I'm gonna go scout up ahead boys She's going to move one, and she's going to ignore the next crash, and that's her turn. Ooh, nice. Mm. Bringing us to triple T. Triple T for no, for really no reason. He's going to drive by Trump dump truck again, and he's going to say, Reap, I'll save you from Bilal, and collides with Bilal. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Fully could have avoided uh. Bilal, but is going to take the fall for it. I respect it so I much. Jolly dummy. Oh. Jumping Jackasaurus, who are that you? That feels exactly like what Triple T would do for right? Reef. Get ready for a fine for riding underneath your car, young one. You can't arrest me. I'm too fast. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to have a crash. <laughs> and I have done it. Luckily, Bylaw just had one health left in his last crash. So Triple T is still up and Bylaw is on his last Damn. leg. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Against all odds, Triple T comes out on top from encounter. <laughs> Unfortunamente, can I have somebody roll me a D10, re-rolling any 10s? And this is only going to be for grid three, right? This is happening in grid three. We're going to fast forward a little bit and catch up with Simon and something's going on. 
I once again nominate Simon the Spider. Yeah. It's <laughs> yours. Okay. Okay. I got eight. Oh, okay. boy. Ooh. Okay. It's not yeah. bad. An empty grid, an empty tile, rather, at this yeah. moment. Empty until the water on your dashboard begins to ripple. (laughs) (laughs) And out stomps a big old motherfucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. I want to say that the human skull with GPS on my dash does have some kind of liquid in it. Perfect. Beautiful. Of course. Vodka. (laughs) Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to Bylaw McGraw. And I think Bylaw is most concerned with staying ahead of everybody who needs to be fined. You can tell that you're going in a certain direction and he's going to try to kind of keep up with the fray. I'm going to use Bylaw's ability, which is called Fire Sale. Place a mine on a random tile in the front row and uh, detonate if a driver enters that tile. So I'll roll a d6. I rolled a six, which is going to place this mine on the rightmost tile. The mine is laid. And then Bylaw McGraw rears back on the wheel of his thing and goes in a circle around Triple T and then just smacks him with his back wheel. There's this beautiful moment here, you guys, where Triple T and Bylaw have the exact same amount of health. So, so beautiful. They, they both go out in a blaze of glory. And, and a, third, oh, yeah. a third McGraw has been slain. Wow, no. Oh, no. We're decimating the McGraw family. Ending oh, the bloodline. Right? No. God. My Everybody friends. protect Steeljaw at all costs. <laughs> I'm um, Triple T's once again drifting. Dump truck, could I get another, uh, you know? Fuck. <laughs> Triple you know. T, this is humiliating. <laughs> All right, fine. The T Rex has got some business. Uh, somebody roll me a D10, re rolling the 10. Again, Simon, it's only uh, you on the grid of the moment. Okay. Four. Ooh, another T-Rex stomps out Fuck. and gets a little too close for comfort. Not quite arriving in your tile, but right next to yours. The other T-Rex can move on the board because it didn't interact with anybody. So it is... Oh. <laughs> it's going to go for Simon. Simon, this T-Rex can only do one damage to you, but okay. it will do so. <laughs> Did Simon ever hear the term come at me, bro? Oh, surely, surely. No. If, if you didn't hear it, then you instinctively know it, right? Yeah, I think I think there's something that that happens in Simon. He doesn't know where it's from, whether it's a vague memory or like a an oh. inkling of how he was created initially. But there's something in his brain. There's a little voice in there that says what he's feeling, and he says it out loud. And he opens his mouth and he says, "Come at me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of riot rears her head once more. Well, Amazing. a little bit emotional. <laughs> and uh, the T Rex concludes its attack, thus bringing us to reap the jangler himself, who is just really trying to close as much of this gap as possible. And so spends his turn taking two movements, bringing him up with Triple T. So close to the next rally point, you can almost taste it. <laughs> Celestine's been looking at all of this in uh, his rearview mirror, has watched uh, Triple T fucking spin out, and I can see the smoke coming from his engine, and Reap has just pulled up. So Celestine is going to light himself a mid-race joint and take both of his actions to just heal back up to completely full, and I'll hang Whoa. out. Ooh, uh... Looking over at Simon in the T-Rex, 
He's got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go the long way around. <laughs> go the long way around. I'm still going to remain on this uh, first row, but this time from a distance, using my uh, series of ropes and pulleys uh, from the top of this bus. I'm going to swing it like lasso, toss it over these two T-Rex that separate Simon and I. I'm going to hook onto the back of his car, and then I'm going to fling Simon head two squares. <laughs> so, again, he's almost at the finish line. Uh, Ejecto Cito, cuz! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beautiful turn. If Crater or Simon get to the finish line, that's not the end of the race. It don't matter. You got to cross the line. SBU. Right. So is there any benefit to them crossing the line? Not dying, I guess, in the grid. Right. But they won't <laughs> be able to do anything anymore with us. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, how's everybody for hit points? Max. I'm full. You're full? Okay. Yeah. Simon's going to do nothing. Simon's going to do nothing and go backwards one. Oh. Okay. Let's chill. It's cool. Okay. I mean, t- technically, you could go back and forth, I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you have two actions. <laughs> Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. Just drive around for, do some donuts. Yeah. Simon practices his driving. Simon is going to do the slowest, largest donuts you've ever seen. Just like <laughs> listing across the oh terrain. Just just off. It would be cool if you ended up as close to the finish line as possible. Just for reasons. Ooh. Okay. Oh. I'll do that. Okay. All right. All right. Somebody roll me a fucking D6. I got it this time. Sick. Hey. How about a one? Oh. oh right one. where Simon just left. It's a beautiful day for a drive, isn't it? Sure. And that brings us to Dump Truck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, sweet. Amazing. That's awesome. All right. Dump Truck is not looking forward to ending this race an entire fucking grid behind your competitors. She's going to do something kind of funky. We're going to move ahead. You only have one action because you gave one to Triple T, just so you know. Fucking fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, teacher. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Peter. That was me. What? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Thanks, <laughs> you. Just immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Thank the you, Peter. Anyway. Peter. Anyway, so Dump Truck's going to roll up into the same <laughs> tile as Triple T and Reap, and she's going to be like, watch this and then turns behind her and she fucking doesn't have any rope and she's like oh fuck oh my god fuck oh dumb trick says watch this and triple t i don't know what happens he he looks over to her and at the same time as looking his foot goes on the gas and he just speeds towards rally <laughs> oh and reaches the checkpoint hey triple t how you doing buddy hey celestine fuck you yeah fuck you too bud yeah you're doing good yeah right <laughs> exciting race huh yeah it's real good all right that brings us to t-rex Ziz. Simon, the first T-Rex collides with you, and okay. it's going to do two damage, but it falls over dead after. <laughs> okay, and so am I taking just health, or is that a collision? If it does as much as your crash, the crash is basically a threshold. Gotcha, yeah, yeah so that's, that's I've only got one in that first one, so that's, a, that's one gone. Perfect, and then the next T-Rex is going to, actually, it can't reach you. So it'll go to Crater, and Crater, this T-Rex will do two damage to you. And then does it take nine from me? Well, no, it takes up to its first crash, which is just... Okay. So it's still up. It still does take nine, but it's just... Like, yeah, he's, he's okay. He, he realizes the mistake of coming towards me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Life uh, finds a way, bringing us to Reap Jinkler. I'm just going to move up to Rally, is what Reap's going to do. Pulls up next to Celestine at the Rally point and is just like... <sighs> Bet you're scared now, wander off. <laughs> Reap, looks like you got here just in time to watch me win. God damn it. 
Was he running? <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he's just, been pushing the car. <laughs> he's just panicking because it's going <laughs> so poor. It's going really bad. And with that, uh, Celestine is going to uh, um, flip reap off, step on the gas, and head to the left of the main obstacle. So I'm I'm away from the obstacle, the like the underbrush. I'm away from all the dinosaurs. And then after that one action. I'm going to make use of the fun little thing that FB souped up my car with. There's a little red button on the dash with one of the little plastic cover on it. And above it says, push in case of reap. Um, <laughs> and this was meant to be for reap, but we're just going to show off. We're just going to we're just going to show off now. And I'll flip up the, 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 the cover, slam my hand down on the red button, the big red button. And that foggy bell jar from under the hood just dissipates fog all over the um all over the grid it's like magical fog nobody can see anything and when the fog clears i have swapped all the drivers on this grid oh my God. Uh, so i'm gonna swap places with simon hey yes i don't <laughs> see a need to swap places between simon and crater crater's no. doing fine there they're on the same row anyway so it doesn't really matter right yeah so i will um all that's my second action i'll be right here one move away from the finish line. wow all right holy wow. shit thanks fb I mean, I can't really, I can't really do much other than I'm just gonna power forward. I'm, you know what? I also want to win, yeah. so I'm gonna yeah. move forward. I'm gonna move forward too, and like, this is Celestine's race to win. But I, the the competition in me is getting, it's like it's starting <laughs> to get to me a little bit. So I floor it towards the finish line too. So it looks like Celestine and I and I are gonna be a photo finish for this thing. Amazing. Simon's gonna move up one square only. Mmm, cool. A modest one square of movement. We are feeling confident over here in grid three, as somebody should roll me a d6. I'll do it. Five. Oh golly. A beautiful day turns into an allergen day, let's say, ah! as a pollen cloud drifts across grid three. So I'm going to need two d10 rolls re-rolling any tens. I'll take one, one of those rolls. Uh, that is a seven. Good. You got the tile with the T-Rex in it. Beautiful. I got, I, I got the other one. And then I got a four. Okay, there's already undergrowth there. Outstanding. Ah, whew, yeah. Definitely avoiding this, this uh, pollenistic fields, which is a word I would assume. Mm-hmm. Sure. We've got this little <laughs> cluster of the three fools right up next to the finish line. We've had some pollen drift across grid three, and now that brings us to dump truck who is moving up to the second rally point <laughs> great hell yeah <laughs> we good job dump trucks we all made it boys oh, boys triple t is gonna um he's gonna move twice and collide with simon it's <laughs> yeah. not gonna go well for triple t <laughs> no no all right triple t rams into your zone simon and deals a whole four damage to you ah. what's your set at uh i've still got a whole other collision thing with four okay great well holy christ <laughs> well then triple t well what was your active set at before i did the four damage i had two health points in another collision Perfect. and then i have another collision with four okay so triple t does not go down in this in this collision with simon but does look pretty fucking rough and he just <laughs> he just rides up to you he's like fuck you i don't remember your name uh it's simon fuck you celestine fuck you <laughs> <laughs> and he like bounces yes. off of your car and kind of goes spinning around you got poop on your pants <gasps> oh no <laughs> oh, not again 
Well, gross. It's dino time. Great. Mm. This dino, oh, the dino cannot move because it's got the undergrowth underneath it. So it turns to go towards Simon and Triple T, and it would have taken Triple T out, but instead it just tries to get out of the undergrowth and cannot. So sad. So sad. Amazing. (laughs) Or dino. Amazing. Here comes Reap. (laughs) Oh, man. Reap is at this rally line, and... It's so close. He can see the finish line across T-Rex town and he just floors it and manages to make it right up behind Crater. So close to the finish line and that's his turn. It's actually remarkable how much of a comeback those three made because yeah, they were, you, were they whole, totally you were a whole grid ahead of them and they are one space behind you. I know Celestine's technically up next, but for flavor, can... Can Simon and I have our turn before Celestine brings us home? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Celestine will throw it into neutral and just coast for a second (laughs) while Crater and Simon do their thing. That's right. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna spin it around. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little donut so that I am driving backward toward the finish line and I can watch what you're all about to do. That's fucking sick. Holy shit. You know what? I'm gonna let the kid have this one. I'm going to stop before I get to the finish line and I'm going to throw the bus into reverse and just beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and then I'm just going to ram into Reap as he's going oh, full steam. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> oh my god. No! Uh, so I, have a, I go one square back, I force a collision, I do seven points of damage to him. Yeah, <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. He's going to take another one of his crashes. And then with my last action, I'm going to f- slingshot him back to the, the first grid. <laughs> just for fun, I'm just going to fling him to the right. Just going to put him at the edge of the at the race, but I'm going to keep him in the same row. Nice. Okay, Reap gets flung to the very edge. Simon's going to do an action. Uh, inflict one health damage to current row, uh, which is two of them. And I think... This is going to be flavored. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> the car that Simon's driving isn't very, isn't great. It, it's like, it's huge. It's not built for racing. It's a motherfucker. Uh, so it'll be fine. But like, it's, it's a little worse for wear in the hard terrain. So it's got like shrapnel just like dumping off of it. And so he comes down on like a pretty hard bump of, of land and like his tires land. And then like the shit start coming off the sides. And I think possibly that is what inflicts some damage onto the comrades from the other side. Wow. Well, guess what? Reap had one motherfucking crash bracket left <laughs> with one <laughs> motherfucking health in it. <gasps> Total. He's totaled. Wow. Total. Total. That's poetry. <laughs> wow. Oh, fuck yeah. Total. And then we look forward and see Celestine. <laughs> My ride. And we look forward and see Celestine. And Celestine, Celestine sticks his head out the window, waves his hat as he drives backwards over the finish line, yelling, suck it, reap jangler. <laughs> you fucking know it. Oh, my God. Celestine Wanderoff drives backwards over the finish line, leaving Reap absolutely mangled by himself and his friends, just (laughs) one turn away from finishing himself. Fuck. (laughs) Don't worry, Reap. I'm sure Krusty will foot the bill for the repairs. 
I'll foot my foot in your bill, wander off as Dump Truck and Triple T are like pushing Reap's car <laughs> across the finish line. And Dump Truck just like immediately just goes and walks off by herself and lights up a cigarette. She's fucking disappointed. Wow. And Reap is just trembling as he crosses, crosses the finish line himself and walks up to you furiously cocks a hand back as though to punch you and then reaches it out for a trembling handshake and he goes well wound her off looks like we're even Celestine looks at him for a second squints his eyes grits his teeth and shakes Reap's hand Yay! and Reap is like trying to choke back some tears like tears of rage and like tears of pride at being like acknowledged by a handshake by his rival and he's like well I, we, we're just scared didn't we wound her off yeah Reap you had us running scared it was a good race that's why it smelled like pee the other day wasn't it you were scared to race Crust <laughs> uh, yeah. told me Sh- sure yeah that's um <laughs> That's exa- that. That is exactly it, Reap. Should we have a rival kiss on the cheek now? We're not going to do that, Reap. <laughs> that is not a thing that rivals do. And but um, that's a thing I'm that happens not... at the end of a race. No. We do the kiss of death, and that's a promise but... that next time we meet, it's going to be even deadlier. And there ain't going to be a next time until Reap, one of us dies. I said, I said, we, are, no, you I said, Reap, this was it. We ain't going to be a next time. Proved it all. I'm going to have to tell need to do about this and my wrangler. In any case, good fucking race. Good race, Reap. Oh. But Reap, there is the matter of the bet we made. What bet? Well. Oh, no. Oh, oh, my God, no. However, I am feeling uh, generous in respect of our rivalry. And rather than make you go on, Pip, and declare me the superior driver, there is something else I want instead. What's that? Give me your hat. My, this hat, this here hat is made from Tyrannosaurus hide. I know. This costs more than my damn ride, Wanderoff. I know. It's that or your pride. <sighs> well, my pride's more expensive than my hat. <laughs> Fine. And he whips his hat off and slams it down to the ground at your feet. Celestine picks it up, dusts it off, goes, This is too big for me. Simon, you want it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe big hat. Oh, he does look really good. You do look really He's cute, hey? <laughs> Anyway, Triple T, I need your hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just feel naked without one. During this whole thing, watching Reap and Celestine settle their matters, Crater and Simon are kind of like watching proudly as their little guy rubs it in the guy's face. Yeah. And and Simon turns to Crater and says, you know what, this high-octane adrenaline rush that is the fine sport of racing made me realize, Crater. What's that? If I may be so bold, as per our conversation earlier... I don't have friends. I have family. Oh, oh. oh. fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, one big. Oh, no, I guess Reap didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, things get really hairy when you rival. Blah, 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 blah. There's just a lot of reaping going on here. <laughs> it's sudden when it happens. In the moments just before it occurs, Simon is hit by a keen sensation of unwellness. Your surroundings are dead silent. No condors or vultures. No skittering mice or insects. A void of sound. Then, 
a low, even rumbling. The pebbles at your feet begin to dance. Nearby shrubs and bushes begin to shudder, the vibrations causing their roots to actually shake loose from the ground, upending and splitting them under the intense pressure. Something's coming. Unlike the brief tremors you've experienced, this one persists. It grows louder, and the ground trembles continuously, intensely, violently, and finally. There is a great shattering, scraping, tearing sound from below. The sound of stone being suddenly ripped apart from bedrock to topsoil, and the ground below you splits. Though all of this occurs in a matter of seconds, time seems to act in slow motion during moments of crisis, does it not? Reap and the boys call out to each other in panic. You grasp for any foothold or purchase as the earth crumbles beneath your feet. You are not ready for this, and the box told you as much. One long, insect-like appendage emerges from a crack in the earth and lands nearby with a great, shuddering boom. The ground splits. Reap and the boys shout at each other to get into probably dump trucks vehicles being the least fucked up and shout for the three of you with genuine concern. But the earth between you and Reap crumbles as a massive, powerful, calamitous creature emerges from beneath. You hear the screeching of Reap's tires as you see another long, spindly leg crawl out of the fissure, and then another, and then another, and another, pulling a giant, horned, domed body behind it. Calaminite emerges from the earth in its entirety, and you behold it. A chainsaw-like buzzing erupts as its massive wings rub together. Its domed body could crush all of Lonestead beneath it, and its horned head reaches the height of a small mountain. This, this beetle stands before you. Do you recognize them? For a moment, Celestine, you plumb the depths of your fractured memory trying to find their name, but there's nothing, and your heart sinks in your chest. Crater, you look upon this behemoth, fighting off memories of the last time you beheld a great beast, the time you held your dead friend in your arms. Simon. Faced with a beast for the very first time, you are repulsed by the sensation that there is something terribly wrong with this creature. It is deficient. It is unwhole. It is unwholesome. It has a mind, but the mind is locked away, driven wild by pure instinct, pure hunger. The great beast rears back, eclipsing the sun as it does, and it lets out a shrapnel and flint scream that fills the air for moments, days, weeks, years. Calaminite has come. And now that it's found you, if you don't run, if you don't disappear without a trace, it will follow. And the good on wilds could pay the same price Paragarden did.